Okay, guys, welcome back. Here we are, another week, another episode. We are still locked down and we are still making the most of it. Hello, Ben. Hello, John. You're up, mate. Uh, I'm good, mate. Hello, all my quarantine peeps. Quarantine fam 2020. <laughs> um, have you had a nice day? Uh, mate, glorious weather. Um, and also fucking weird that it's April and it's like the best weather April's ever seen. But we're oh, it's stunning. But, but far better, obviously, than it would be if it was raining. Uh, so I had, mate, I had a glorious day just in the garden. Luck, very lucky to have a garden. So in the yes. garden, had a barbecue. Um, some beautiful food. Uh, yeah, mate. Um, what could you want now, over the Easter weekend? Doing what I love right now. That's uh, right. Working on a bank holiday and just you know, giving the people what they want. So. Oh, God. Aren't we good? Um, do you reckon you had a better clap for Friday yeah, than... Uh, clap for us. Yeah. <laughs> better Friday than uh, Hazel Cristo all those years ago? Um, I would say so. Uh, uh, is it Jesus Christ in Espanol? Um, I'd say so. I mean, I'd, I'm yet to keel over. Um, so, and still time. So there is still time. There is still time, which is always a worry. Um, <laughs> not sure if I'd come back there. That's the problem. Well, if you, what if you were given the choice? Well, no, that's a completely different question. If I was given the choice, would I come back? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, wouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> The question is, would someone like myself be resurrected? I'm not sure. No, I mean, I've, no, done, I've, done, I've, I've done a lot of noble work, as you know. But you've given so much in this life. There, there, there's little else you could do if you were brought back again. That's very kind, John. Is that where you were going with that? <laughs> um, no, good, mate. Good. Love it's, love... fun, though. So. Oh, so do I. I haven't had any this year yet. What? I'm, I'm, I'm desperate oh, to get a little no, HCB. I mean, that's one it? of the beauties about working from home is, Elevenses, oh, glorious! Um, yeah, true, true, true. The extra meal is is good. I'm, I'm not a um, I'm not sold on the um, on the other options of a hot cross bun you can get. You know, you see like tea the cake? yeah, like a tea cake, but I'm talking like chocolate orange. Oh fuck that! No way. Nah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. No. Um, just it, it's it's a classic that you have once a year. Don't fuck with the classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, I've been seeing a lot of bacon sandwich but with hot cross buns as well on the ground it's quite aggressive mm, but quite nice i think i reckon that would you work think about you know? the saltiness of the bacon or... with a bit of fruit to offset mm. Mm. i think it's a good idea yeah i'm with you i'm with you uh right, do you want to <laughs> no 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 do you want to do you want to have a little um do you want to talk to our lovely viewers about this week's episode uh yeah so they're actually yeah. listeners more than viewers uh um, yeah sure um but yeah that'd be lucky to, to you to be fair <laughs> um so we have slightly changed up this week um and just in terms of how we do the episode and, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it um we think that we just needed to give people or let our we viewers, need to, I, I, I think maybe our, I, think, I think we just need to let our viewers get to know our guests a little more I think yeah 
yeah and we we need to we needed to do a bit more as as hosts as opposed to just you know get out of the way and hope for the best so we're, we're gonna uh we're, yeah we do we we've slightly switched up the format a little bit this guy um i met well actually let's wait for him to come on shall we until we we say how we met and stuff Absolutely. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good idea yeah um should we get him on now are you drinking anything uh, yeah, of course. I've got um, I've got this lovely little European um, brew. I'm not sure if it's a small batch or not. Um, it's called Heine. Uh, no, hang on, it is Dutch. Uh, Heineken. Ooh, no bad. Heineken. What's so it again? like? Uh, very clean, very sort of just pure, um, low hoppy touch. Or not? Uh, not too hoppy. Not too hoppy. It's kind of low touch, low intervention, your crafty sort of, uh, yeah, Heineken. Nice one. Very you. Very me. Man of the people. You, what are you drinking? Plusard from Jura. Very you. Thank you very much. <laughs> you want to talk us through it? Um, so uh, it's super light red from Jura, which is like sort of south or the bottom of the Alps. Not the south of the Alps. Base camp. The base, yeah. Um, where uh, there are a couple That's of where indigenous, as well. uh, a couple of indigenous grape varieties, Plusar being one of them, which is a really light, fruity red. Uh, and most of Jura wines are made in a natural style. Uh, and they're quite famous and, and very enjoyable. So. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, my fault. My fault. Very unprofessional. Nodded off towards the end there. Um, <laughs> um, should we get our? Should we get our guest? I hope you enjoy it, mate, and keep keeps you well lubricated throughout our session. Um, but I reckon it's time to to try and remotely contact our guest. Absolutely. Yeah, Max. Hello. Hello, Max. Welcome. Hey. How you doing, man? I'm very well, sir. I'm John, as you know, and this is my co-host, Ben. Hi, Max. How you doing? Hi, how you doing, Ben? Yeah, all good. Brother. Is that is that all right for the microphone? I've got my headphones in, so I don't know if it's okay. It sounds all right so, to mate, me. We're, we're, yeah, we won't know until we yeah, get in the booth. But uh, last we, week nice, when sweet. we did it, it was actually all right, I think. Apart from, I, I think my sound quality is pretty shit, so don't worry. The breaks. As, as you know, Max, we you know this phrase, we can fix it in post. Love that. Love that a lot. He's a film man. <laughs> um, right, Max, before we dive in, I'm just gonna give um I'm just gonna give the guests a little rundown on how we know each other. Um yeah. so Max and I actually met, I reckon just over a month ago. Um Sammy and I were um heading to a pub to meet some other to meet some other friends <laughs> uh, for a little roast dinner, and we bumped into Max and his pal who were also in the same pub, um, having a nice day themselves, and we just got chatting and took it from there. Basically, I, I've mentioned that I have a podcast because I do it to everyone else that I meet, um, and I found Max interesting enough in the two hours that we spent together to invite on as a guest. Massive acclaim, I've got to say, Max. <sighs> Is that about right, Max? Would you say? Yeah, um, that was a great day. There were there were some there were some blurry moments for sure, um, but yeah, for the most part, it, it, yeah, it was a great. Excellent. Good. Well, um, 
you and Ben actually have something in common in that you're both well acquainted with Devon, uh, specifically Torquay. Oh, really? Down Ooh. in the southwest. The English Riviera. Yeah. Oh, what a place. The Bay of Dreams, My... I think I call it, at least. <laughs> Not only My, uh, my mum used to live there, actually. Oh, no way. Yeah. It is beautiful when the sun's out. Shame the sun is not out that often. Yeah. I mean, Devon as a whole is like, um, um, but it, like I was sort of brought up there for most of my life, but, uh, and it's somewhere I always dream of going back to, although every time I go back there, I can't wait to go back to London. But oh, for sure. It's nice to just go back to remind yourself why you left. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a fair weather county, isn't it? You, you need good weather for it to, to, to really show its best side. Yeah, yeah but even sure. with good weather, you only want four hours. So. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> it's good to talk to people about that you're from not somewhere other than London, but apart from that. Yeah, you, you live in London now, Max, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, well, the way I ended up moving here was uh, I, a lad that I used to know from Torquay um, when I, I came out of the Navy and I bumped into him at a beer festival and he was a production designer in film. Um, and yeah, so I bumped into him at a beer festival. Like I got discharged from the Navy on like the Friday and on the Saturday I bumped into him and he was like, oh, I'm doing a uh, Katie Tunstall music video this weekend in London. Do you want to give us a hand? Oh, you like then... sign me up. Of course I do. Well, yeah, produce a music video for that's... my idol. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a laugh. So uh, yeah, I did that and then as like literally the end of that day, he, like came about and he was like, I'm starting a feature film next week. Like, be pleasure to like have you on. And then literally that was like four years ago now and I've not so really stopped how, since. How long were you in the Navy for? Uh, I only did two years. Um, I did, I joined as a submariner. So that's a whole different story oh, altogether. Wow. But I, uh, yeah, I had a, I went away to, on a submarine and thought, do you know what's really not cool living on a tin can underwater <laughs> so uh so i bounced at my at my like n nearest convenience and then uh yeah i got out of there as soon as i could <laughs> what was your what was what was submarine yeah submarine life yeah that's um, so weird submarine life was wow i had a very brief um experience but um yeah my 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 specific experience um i basically i went through the training um waited um to join the, the submarine and then got called away um to sea on like the 21st of december um got sent away like we were on base they said oh your your submarine's at sea so there's no chance of you going away um take christmas leave new year and then come back second of january we'll go from there and then 21st of december my brother was back from uni all my family were down we're all like pissing it up in the in the kitchen and i got a phone call from an unknown number which if you're in the forces you know is a bad time oh, <laughs> and uh yeah i answered the phone they were like you're, you're required on base 7 a.m tomorrow morning to go to sea and i was like ah oh, oh, wow. nah so uh yeah i went to sea um and the reason it was such like a last minute thing um don't know if i'm actually legally allowed to say this but i'm gonna anyway um uh yeah so they this the submarine had been at sea for like six months because it it couldn't uh surface because it was like kind of tracking something in the water um couldn't use the machinery to like to rise to the surface um so they were kind of forced to be at sea for longer than they were meant to so they were all on rations and like oh, bloody, it was wow. kind of a bad situation so we were oh, kind of yeah. sent out as a as a, like a replenishment crew um got out to sea joined the submarine like sent over all the rations um and then got like yeah like climbed climbed down the hatch and the first person i saw was just like 
gaunt, pale, like it, like no, it was yeah. like walking into a zombie apocalypse. Um, and everyone was just like, yeah, it was it was horrendous. And I was like, I do not get paid enough for this. Yeah, um, but true. fortunately yeah, enough, fortunately enough, um, as we when we surfaced, obviously that was the first time they'd kind of got contact to the outside world in like six months. So as they surfaced, they got in all this like intel and got fa- they found out that. Uh, the Americans had found out about this, like obviously knew about the situation and they'd started tracing the thing we were like tracing. Um, so they surfaced thinking they were going straight back down and go back to sea. But we all jumped on board thinking we were going away for like three to six months. And fortunately, we found out we weren't. So I literally climbed down the hatch thinking I was going away. And they were like, OK, you guys are like, we're free to go. So we uh, I literally got a 11-hour coach from Plymouth up to Faz Lane in Scotland, <laughs> got on a submarine and then got the submarine a five-day trip down the coast, back down to Plymouth and then got off at Plymouth five days later. But that was what enough was for it? me. Thank you for your service. As, 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 yeah, yeah, thank you, boys. <laughs> got my veterans medal as well. We'll clap for you on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I know. I clap for myself every time. I think about them five days. It was what, as, what is the, does the training as a completely trained for say a normal navy recruit or whatever or military recruit in the sense that like are you from day one sort of are they trying to condition you to be in a confined space or no that's the thing it's all generic so the 10 week basic training is like are you i went through with like surface fleet i went uh, through okay with, yeah, yeah. Uh, like air engineers i went for everything and then after that you go into your um your like branch training but my branch training was just marine engineering so i even did that like the 18 months i did that engineering training uh was with surface fleet it was all kind of a generic engineering training and then you do a further like 20 weeks i think it is uh which is the dry phase of your submarine training so you're in a year and eight nine months before you even start touching base on the submarine oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, well. um so yeah your, your first your first experience like you do like there are submarines on base that you do your training on um so i had obviously been on one before but uh, it's not like quite getting sent away a few days before Christmas. And yeah. <laughs> some, of those, into the some, of those, some of those sort of um, guys there who are like, who've been in the Navy for like 20, 30 years like, on submarines must be so like weathered. And like, just... Oh man, it was, it was actually my uncle that talked me into it. Who's a submariner. And he like, I, we'd, we'd get pissed up at my house and I'd, uh, I'd go to bed and I'd hear him talking to himself downstairs for sure. Oh, well, <laughs> like, there's, it takes a, it takes a, a bigger man than I to do that stuff. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, well, he always, yeah. make, he, he always yeah. checks his rooms pressurized before he goes to bed. And... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sleeps with one eye open. There's six hours on, six hours off every night. <laughs> But can I can I ask a, can I ask a, a real civvy uh, question? Because when you said you you went down to join the submarine, you and you kind of went through the hatch. How do you how do you get down? There's a ladder. Um, it, well, there's the, the main hatch, and then there's a ladder going down the hatch. It was actually me. The there's a thing called oh, I'm trying to remember the phrase now. Replenishment at sea is a thing that they can only usually do with ships. So if there's um, there was yeah, we basically kind of made history this this specific time because submarines aren't meant to do they're not allowed there's some kind of thing that they're not allowed to do replenishment at sea so ships for example if they run low on food and and resources and stuff they can send out a ship into the ocean and then transfer them over to each other whereas submarines 
I've never been heard of doing that. Mm. Mm. Um, but there's also a rule that there always has to be one submarine in the waters at any given time as a nuclear deterrent. So that was the only submarine out at that time. So we were the first people to ever do uh, at sea replenishment. So we actually got a tugboat out in the middle of the ocean, watched the submarine rise out of nowhere in the middle of the ocean and then and then uh, made like a little ladder across, transferred all the food and then yeah, climbed down the hatch Blimey, down the ladder. Wow. Oh, that's, 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 that's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Honestly, it's a game changer. Yeah, I'm glad that the, my five minutes in the Navy was the most exciting one out of all of us. Yeah, well, it sounds like one of the one of the best five minutes you can have in the Navy. If you you know you exactly. guys doing this yeah, for the first time ever, it's huge. Yeah, <laughs> make sure my girlfriend doesn't hear that. that was the best. Time um, excellent, mate. Excellent. Um, well, that, that's well. We didn't we we didn't have a deep enough couple of hours together in the pub because I, I had no idea you were in the navy, and uh, that was yeah, that was really interesting. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, can you talk to me about your sad memory in your childhood? You um, were, were in Spain. And you were very very young. This oh, must have been yeah. an early memory. Yeah, this is one of my first memories, um, and a painful and, one by the sounds of it. But yeah, for the life of me, honestly, I can't, I can't get my head around why that, why it stuck with me. It was such a minor thing, and there was nothing around that like kind of situation that was like maybe it was my first holiday. I don't know. There must have been some underlying thing that that made it stick. Lent the gravity. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, there is also a photo of me wearing these specific flip flops. Um, which which I think haunts me, um, but yeah, that that specific memory is, I was I was running and I I think I remember distinctly hearing one of my parents say, "Don't run in your flip flops," and then I I I yeah I twatted my toe harder than than yeah that it <laughs> yeah that's that's my that's the probably the saddest memory of my childhood which I should probably be thankful for, yeah. Um, but yeah. Sounds like you had a pretty tough the same since. Oh yeah, I was I was hashtag blessed for sure. Um, Dragged up. But yeah, I uh, I yeah I kicked. I don't know. I think it was just the floor. I didn't even like trip on anything. I just kicked the floor, um, and it it's it stuck with me for sure. My, I do my, I do think my, though I I, I don't how blame old were you, man. You? I think I was at four or five. Yeah. Young enough, like I think that my parents in the business, so like we didn't go on holiday that much because they were always working. Um, and I think like it must have, I must have been young because I can't really remember many of our holidays. Yeah. So that's like probably like yeah, it must, I must have been four or five, I think. Wow, I think I think stubbing your toe is is probably one of the most painful things you can do. But the blessing <laughs> of it is that it's so quick. So you do it, you stub exactly. it, it hurts for ten it's, seconds, it, and it's so weird though. That's yeah, it's so weird that something like your toes can hurt so like i remember when uh we were uh, saying like a, we bought a wardrobe for my ikea and it was like a double fronted thing with uh like mirrors on the doors and i was trying to lift the doors with the mirror onto the kind of uh hinge that would so it would slide across yeah to hang the front it, yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah um and i dropped oh, i can and, see the, see where this is going and on i dropped the door and the the, the the point, the corner of the door, just drilled into my right into the middle of my big oh, toe onto the nail. Forget it. And I, like, I thought I was having a heart attack. It was the weirdest sensation <laughs> I've ever had. Like, bearing in mind, like, there was no blood, there was, there was no broken bones, but 
the sheer sensation of like sharp pain that I felt was like I thought I was having a heart attack. I was dripping in sweat afterwards. Like it was the weirdest <laughs> experience I've ever had. It's brutal. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. it's not just me. It clearly it clearly sticks with you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, 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 I assume toes have like huge amount of nerve endings in because it was so fucking painful. Well, especially yeah, for something sure. that's so relatively small to the rest of your body, right? Like, mm. is is two little bones almost, and uh, it can cause you such grief. Um, yeah, so rotten, rotten luck as a child with your, with your tootsies. Um, yeah, for sure. So where where, but, Max, where are you where where are you from? Where's home? Like, what you obviously live in London, but where's home for you? Where uh, are you from? I talk to so the whole fan down there. Yeah, yeah. So I was like born in Torquay. My well, my mum and dad are from. My mum's from Birmingham. My dad's from Bristol. Where they moved to Torquay together. Um, where oh, did they move? To, I, I should probably know. Um, but no, my dad. I think my grandparents moved to Torquay, bought a hotel, and then my dad moved there. Oh. Met my mum in Torquay. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I think we've seen that. <laughs> was his name Basil? <laughs> he's not. No, he's not. But however, my parents. Spanish waiter. Did, they did actually um, provide the furniture for the hotel that that was shot in. Fantastic. Really? Yeah. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. Oh. Craziness. It went far off. It's all linked. It's all linked. Do <laughs> um, you yeah, so, still live down there now? Uh, my dad still lives down there. My mum now has moved back to Birmingham. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I was born in Turkey and then lived there until about 19... And then I started traveling, joined the Navy, did like a couple, a year and a bit in Portsmouth and then did just did two years in Canada, got back from Canada about this time last year. Yeah. Tell us about Canada, man, because um, I know you visited um, a pretty butte sounding uh, surf spot on Vancouver Island. Yeah, um, that was dope. Tell us a bit about that. Can you surf? Can you surf uh, like that? Like on that coast? Uh, you can. I can't. Um, <laughs> one I, can <laughs> yeah I was I saw people do it it is a thing um but I am not I I'm not much of a surfer and I just kept saying to myself I'd learn out there but then I found myself either working or drunk for the most part so I never got around yeah, to it of course. um but yeah no that was that was amazing I did what's, I it, like, to, what's it like up in Vancouver Vancouver's beautiful um I really enjoyed it I, I actually applied for my residency um but didn't get it so i ended up moving back um i so it's all now they've changed everything and it's all based on education um so if you've got you basically have to have kind of like a post-secondary education or like post-secondary qualification like college or university um and i went to like see a residency lawyer and she was like do you have this and i was like no actually i left school at 16 17 and went straight to work um and then like we come to the end of the like kind of interview thing and she was like oh yeah basically you're, you're screwed you've got no chance and i was like oh wait i was like i've got like a year and a half marine engineering qualification from the navy she was like yeah that's perfect and i was like why didn't i think of that and then looked into it and because it was submarine based um you have to get like all of like the criteria and stuff sent over from whoever you learned it from and I contacted the Navy and because it's submarine based, it's kind of like confidential. So I actually had the qualifications to be eligible, but I can't prove it or get anything sent over. Oh, wow. So, oh, no. that, so nice. yeah, so I actually was eligible, but I couldn't have the documentation to to get it. So 
that one of those of one of those bureaucratic loopholes that I, I I can imagine an organisation like the Army and the Navy are, are full of. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that was a bit of a killer. But uh, but no, yeah. Apart from that, the two years was amazing. I uh, managed to transition uh, my film work straight from London into Vancouver. Like went there um, completely by fluke as well. Like my that's housemate. So, that's so I, nice to be able to be able to do that. Like yeah, the, the, exactly. the anxiety had, and the worry you'd have like. Saying, I'm, well, exactly. I'm my we job actually going traveling or whatever. Yeah, we actually went out there with no contacts and then nothing. Um, I started. Uh, I actually got a job in a gym again. Um, I used to be a gym instructor when I was younger, and then when I went out there because I had no contacts. Like, I, <laughs> oh, naughty. Um, so <laughs> then, uh, yeah, no. So then I started working in the gym again, and. Um, and as as a front of desk, may I add, it wasn't. Do you have any uh, quarantine workouts for our listeners? That we'll I do quarantine in it fifteen. Does. You need to you need to follow that for sure. It's a game changer. It's uh, we'll put a link on our Instagram. Yeah, absolutely, we will. It's, it's got, I've I've already seen. It's got some really really inspirational stories up there. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad I'm glad you understand the uh, the work ethic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, I uh, and then fortunately my housemate, who is a production designer who I worked for, uh, we moved out there together, and he actually of all things put on ad on Craigslist because he couldn't get a job, um, and said, "Hey, like I'm I'm like just a labourer looking to just do any kind of work like gardening, whatever," and he got an email from some guy saying, "Can you come like I've been in hospital? Can you come like just like fix up the garden?" Um, and he responded to the email and realising his signature was on there, which said like production designer film blah 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 at the bottom and this guy who had responded to his craigslist post actually turned out to own a prop house in vancouver <laughs> so Amazing. he got this email back and he was like hold the phone. Off, he, was like, he was like like fuck the garden he was like i need someone to run my prop house so he ended up just going straight into the prop house started running that and then from there obviously we had clients like people coming through every day um, and then made our contacts through there and then managed to get literally within like a month and a half, two months was back into film work, like pure love. Wow. So, That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Max, for, the, for, the, for those of our listeners, myself included, who aren't 100% sure on what a prop house is, is it just a, is it, it's a big kind of archive of props? Is it yeah, that people this can come one, and um, make if they want it for a film? Yeah, so prop houses generally is, yeah, it's set dressing. So it's like they have, they'll have um, lit furniture from like, all different kind of areas of like sofas, tables, all that kind of stuff. And then they'll have props. So it'll be everything from like fake guns to like table, like plates and cutlery and like basically everything you can imagine. It's just warehouses full of just what you deem junk unless you need it for a film. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, and then this, this one specifically in Vancouver was, uh, it was actually like specifically lighting. So it was, uh, it was, it was a lighting shop before, uh, for film so production designers would would uh, go there to pick out like fancy lamps and, and floor lamps and did, did, yeah did was that was vancouver a hub for let's say canadian film tv industry yeah they they had a massive film industry um it's uh, i think well they you they were called north uh holly north because it was like the north hollywood um uh, okay so yeah i think behind Hollywood and London. I think Vancouver's like third on the list. If I oh wow, might. oh interesting. Do you do you know why that is? I, so because I always wondered what was bigger in Canada, say Toronto, in terms of like a like a hub for Canadians. Was 
Vancouver or Toronto bigger in terms of yeah, being... Yeah, I'm not too sure. I know I Toronto know is, like is, a... is massive with film as well. It might actually... Yeah. Like, my, my facts and figures might be terribly wrong. Um, so, yeah. But um, I do know when I was... I did a month in Toronto before we actually ended up settling in Vancouver. Um, and that was mostly just pissing it up. I didn't actually work. But uh, yeah. I did hear of a lot I've of... Never, I've never there. done Canada. I've, 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 I really want to go. So, oh, it's amazing. Like, Vancouver and Toronto and then also the kind of like wilderness and things were really desperate to yeah i'm devastated i didn't manage to like travel more i always planned on like my plan was always to just do like different bits every weekend they're so like vast and i uh like i'm a bit of like a workaholic and when the work's there i, I really can't like turn it down so i said i was going to travel across and do like a big road trip and do this and that but literally just worked for two years got to the end and then ended up coming back to london without really seeing much of it so um, my plan is to go back out there and, and do the road trip I promised myself a long time ago. Oh, and I hope you get to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the meantime, um, I believe you have a little story for us. I do. I do. Um, so, yeah, this is was actually my 26th birthday present to myself. Um, my It came about kind of on a whim, um, as do most of my holidays, a friend of mine put a thing on Instagram saying that he um, basically he, he owns a gym uh, in Torquay and he had signed up to this seminar that was in Miami. Um, and the guy who was doing the seminar basically is like a big like gym owner, owns one of the most successful gyms in, in Miami, does uh, has like loads of clients like Dwayne Wade, like does all that celebrity kind of like um, personal training and stuff like that um oh, so cool. he signed up to do that as it was kind of like a like a you know like what i imagine anyway was you know have you seen pain and gain with the rock and mark Wahlberg? yes like yes, one of them like amazing. be a doer like one of them seminars like that's all <laughs> yeah. i envisioned apparently it wasn't like that but that's what i thought it was um so beach vibes. yeah so he he went he put on instagram that he'd like signed up to do this thing and he was going out there and uh i was like no way that's that's dope it's over my birthday weekend and he was like, yo, I've got like, I've got a hotel with like, it's like a double room, like hotel room. He was like, if you pay for a flight and at the time the return flights were like direct 250 pounds or something. So it was like wow. a no brainer. I was like, I, Come it's on. my birthday weekend. It's like, it's a free accommodation. I was like, can't really say no. So I ended up booking it last minute, jumped on board with him, went out there. Um, and yeah, it was the second day after we arrived, um, was my actual birthday and he had a seminar that morning. So I went out, went for a walk across like the beach and did whatever, tried to distract myself from just getting absolutely leathered. Like I usually do on my birthday. And then by about 11 AM, I found myself in a bar called Taco Taco and Taco, I was Taco. having, was it a Tuesday? Right? I was, it, it wasn't, I didn't believe it was, but, uh, but they had deals on regardless um and we we yeah i basically had a couple of beers had some tacos and the guy um behind the bar his name was rich he actually became one of our pals he took a liking to me and basically i like he realized it was my birthday and started just feeding me cocktails and then yeah by the time my friend had finished his um seminar and came and joined me he, uh, Richard, like suggested to go to this pool party, which was across the road. So, you're a you're a you're a kept man by that point. By the time your pal uh, came back, honestly, from <laughs> from here on, I'm, it becomes a blur for like the majority of the day. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so by the time my mate arrived, um, he, I texted him, he texted me when he finished the seminar and I said, yo, there's a pool party on, like come down, meet me here and then we'll go over. So he came down, met me. Um, I had a pair of short shorts underneath my jean shorts. So I took my jean shorts off, left them with my new pal Rich behind the bar. Well, yeah, you, you're a prepared man. Yeah, of course, of course. You of course. Prior prep- preparation prevents piss poor performance, apparently. That's really difficult to say after a couple of ciders. <laughs> Is that what your pal came back from that seminar with? No, that was that was a Navy term, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, so... Nobber so off some turret. <laughs> so, uh, so I left my shorts and went over to this pool party, and that was pretty much the last thing I can remember for the, for a few hours at least. I do have one, after the whole pool party, I have one minor recollection, which was, I remember being so drunk, me and my friend were like, yeah, we're big deals. We like, there was a VIP section and it looked like they were having way more fun than everyone else. And I was like, let's go, Ooh. let's go VIP. So I just pulled like the nearest. So tantalizing at the time. The nearest, it? Yeah. So tantalizing. Pulled the nearest, it was, like, it's one of the coolest guy. feelings, isn't it? For some reason. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> money who needs money when i can be cool so uh i pulled the nearest english child yeah for the nearest like humongous security guard over and was like where do i get vip so he like walks me and my mate down this massive walkway all the way to this little tent in front of like 10 other people and now the pressure's on it's like oh, i can't like i don't know how much it is so yeah long story short on that front i didn't get vip um <laughs> because it was like fifteen hundred dollars a head or something and i was like i think i'm good actually and i had to make some excuse i was like you know what vip looks shit oh, anyway but bit tired actually so <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. no, you're all right yeah Not i prefer to be among the people maybe all tomorrow. those girls in there forget it yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um so yeah that was that and then i can't really remember much of the rest of that and then i came back around at around 1am and me and my mate were walking down the street um heading back towards like up the strip but um with no real kind of direction and there was a chap sat on the on this like step of this hotel and he said do you want to buy some coke and i said uh no actually but you seem like a like a trustworthy <laughs> chap so maybe we should have a chat <laughs> so as a responsible adult i took a seat next to him and started discussing our day and like you know getting to know this 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 fine gentleman um and yeah he was like what are you guys doing blah 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 um he told us that he was from atlanta and he was like shifting all this this stuff so then <laughs> realized that he literally just offered me drugs that had probably come from his butthole because <laughs> he's, yeah. he's he's like yeah i just i just, I just bring this down to my yeah. man and i fuck off all these tourists for three and, days. Uh, oh shit yeah. you want to myself just here for three days trying to shift some stuff I was like, oh cool so you got the you got the butt butt you got the butt butt stuff so um <laughs> so yeah he he's like what are you guys trying to do tonight blah 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 and we're like well we don't really know like we're not from around here blah 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 if it wasn't obvious um so he's like yeah there's a place <laughs> called 11 which is like this like super oh, club mate, i've been i've been mate. i've heard yeah so apparently it's the jam and that, he was like yeah, we should much. go and i was like yeah that's that sounds dope let's do it um and he's like right i'm gonna run up and uh and get changed i'll be back down the set so he runs away runs into the hotel obviously that's where he's staying and about three minutes later this blacked out cadillac comes screeching around the corner and he hangs out the back window like 
get in, boys, get in. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know what's a really good idea? Is getting in this blacked out Cadillac with this known drug dealer. So, <laughs> obviously. Okay, my good man, yeah. into the night. Off we go. <laughs> so, obviously, we didn't question it for a second. And me and my pal jumped in the car. And off we went. <laughs> so, yeah. I would be so scared. <laughs> I was so <laughs> drunk. I did, none of it even made sense the next morning. And I isn't, really like. Isn't Miami one of the wildest places? It is terrifying. I, I, it's, it's similar, like on, on the same scale, that like I never want to go back to Vegas. I'm almost tempted never to go back to Miami. But <laughs> as, as, as God's it's playground. Terrifying, yeah. Um, so we get in, and then like, there's this like 45 year old dude in the front. And it's like, is this your drive? I like, he couldn't have just like whipped this guy out. And I just didn't get, I didn't get the whole idea. But he was like, this is the guy, and like he's taking us. And then they started like having this quite, like conversation. It sounds like quite heated. I can't remember what I said, but I said something. And then the guy, like our brand new drug dealer best friend, kind of gave me the nod as if to say, shut up, because you're not like just just stop talking. Um, you're like, guys, let's just settle yeah. this. Come on, look, what, 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 Come what on, are we Charles? fighting? We're yeah. in Miami. I think it was about, I think it was about <laughs> paying him. And I was like, aren't you meant to be his driver? Like, you, we, we're not paying you for this ride. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> do it in the app. Yeah, I'll do it in exactly. the app. So then, yeah, needless to say, we ended up chucking him like $50. Um, and then, yeah, we got there. <laughs> um, finally got to the place and there was this guy outside he looked like a, a bit of a big deal he was like kind of like throwing his hands around like he knew he was one of the i don't know if he was like king rep or what he was but he was my my new best friend walked up to him was like you can sort us out blah 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 and he was like yeah yeah for like six hundred dollars for the three of you he was like i can skip the queue for you and i was like oh, i was like what i was like is that including entry he was like nah i was like what <laughs> Do I like I have money? You jump, baby. Having been in eleven a few times and know what's in there, uh, yeah, I'd be inclined to pay that. Honestly, Char- I actually ended up it. going on my last day, like at like two o'clock in the afternoon, just so I said I'd been. Um, but yeah, so he he was. I've heard it's at its best on a Wednesday afternoon, exactly. at two p.m. They do a good, um, they they good do a good burrito. Good, I good pie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we well, we kindly declined the offer to skip the queue. Um, and then he was like, "Hold on," he was like, "You you you boys aren't getting in with him with shorts on." And we were like, "Oh shit!" It was we've just driven twenty minutes outside of Miami to this club in the middle of nowhere. And then he's like, "Don't worry, boys. Don't worry, boys. I got you. I got you." He's like, points into the corner. He's like, "See that guy over there?" And there's this like toothless man with a high vis jacket on. He's like. He can sort you out. He can sort you out. Don't you worry, boys. I got you. I got you. Go over and see him. So we walk over, and there's this, like, evidently homeless man that's, like, a parking attendant that isn't a parking attendant. I don't know. Um, yeah, like, he's, he's set up his own parking yeah, attendant thing. He just charges to do if with you're the car to go into a car park <laughs> that he doesn't own at all. Um, Smart guy. <laughs> awesome, yeah. baby. And, Can't like, a shining light in the distance, he pulls out this black bin bag of, like, what he called lost in property, but it it seemed like killed and robbed. Like it was, it was like just yeah, a black bag of like boot cut, like bright blue denim, like builders jeans. And we were like quids in boys, we got this. So we all start pulling them out, taking our shorts off, putting on these jeans, 
And then he's like, that's $20 a head though. So then we ended up having to pay this toothless man $20 each for these, for these jeans. Um, to then queue up in the queue for 45 minutes, get to the front and then realize it's $150 a head entry anyway. So, oh my, so oh my we gosh. literally got to the front and then went, there's a club like next door, which is like the, the worst version. And uh, that was only like, yeah, that was like, four, <laughs> yeah. it may as well have been one, honestly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we, we decided as we got like two people from the front, wow, boys, we could, that's $450 we could put towards beers in the next place. So we jumped back out of the queue and went to the next bar and then got in there, paid $50 a head to get into that bar anyway. <laughs> Oh, still 50. Still 50. Still 50. Absolute Fuck. bargains. And then I bought one round, <laughs> which was like three vodka sodas, which came to like $76. And then it was so busy. America's like, so expensive. Oh, it's outrageous. Honestly, it's, it's nuts. Um, lucky the pound's doing so well. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, bought this one round. Couldn't, literally couldn't move. It was so full. And we we like like this we're bouncing so we went to we went to do a run but by this point i forgot to mention that the drug dealer man had like as soon as we got in there was like i've got some sales to make so he just disappeared so when i got these drinks i was like i love that this guy has literally just latched onto you guys for for a free for a free ride i wonder if he is that's just his mo he's like all right well this is always like an underlying thing me and my mate kept like whenever he wasn't looking we'd like give each other a look and be like (laughs) is this legit like does he actually just want to be our pal or like is he like what's his plan um so yeah we me and him by this point had kind of like lost him temporarily and we went to do a runner out the door and he like we literally ran directly past him he's like where you guys off to and i was like ah we're yeah we were just looking for you (laughs) um so yeah we ended up leaving um with him and then ended up getting the same guy to ride us back into like south beach and he was like i know a good spot we ended up going to this like (laughs) hotel that was closed um and the, you're like, so trusting <laughs> always trusting yeah i know like, everything's like yeah you're, we met this one you're, guy you're in miami and, like, for your like, birthday spot. So we just went there we, yeah we this other guy <laughs> you spot. We just went there too. there's not enough people in the world <laughs> well, to, that's like, good. To trust people with with no like background like, or basis <laughs> no but it's exciting wilson wilson won't, wilson won't go for a bagel unless he's seen it on three different foodie <laughs> blogs that's safe in London. So the the the, the trust but is yeah, mine. I will go to a whorehouse off the word of one man. So <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We this. I need more friends like you guys for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, yeah. It, we I basically ended up going to this this. He uh, was like, oh, yeah, he has got a really nice pool. Went to this like pool in a hotel that was closed. There was like no lights on it, and we ended up just like drink drinking in a cabana in this pitch black <laughs> until like 7 a.m with this guy and then we turned out like he's still with you so he's not even he's not even picking back in you just so he can kind of slip past the bouncers and be like oh i'm no, just this normal guy i'm not a drug dealer i'm just you know i'm clearly with my friends he literally we just kept, wanted to hang out with you him, and like you have you not got to like have you not got to make some dough tonight like you're like your your flex like <laughs> you're, look, you're like, looking out for his bottom dollar yeah that. i'm just i was like brah you've got like you've got goals yeah and uh but yeah he was like nah it's all good i made like a couple of juice before i met you bitch. And so i was like oh, I see. <laughs> so 
honestly, yeah, ended up. Ended he's like, up, he's giving it all up for you. I know. What a guy. Yeah, what yeah, a yeah. guy. But you still pay yeah, my energy. Exactly. You took you it out of the Exactly. I, that's what I, I see. I gave him a Bible when I left as well. I was like, bruh. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, that's basically, that's basically that. We, we ended up drinking that. We, we even, like, ended up meeting him, like, two days later on, like, the last day of our, our stay. He was like, oh, come meet me and my girl for, like, a steak. So we ended up going to this, like, fancy restaurant and have a proper sit-down meal with the guy. It was lovely. Wasn't that... Oh, that's amazing. So you weren't even just passing no, the night. You were probably we holiday pals. I had to block him on Instagram because he kept video calling me out of nowhere when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. You know, I've been thinking about you, Max. We had a real wild Yo. night that time, you know. <laughs> we got you doing? Back, yeah, it was... <laughs> It was weird. It was weird. He kept calling me. I was like, I'm at work. You best not like just like show up on my screen, just like doing big fat lines of stuff. So. <laughs> Bro, you know, he, he's, the, he's, the, he's, the, he's the type of guy who would, uh, who would find out where you actually yeah. were working and, and come and he's like, I'm in fucking London, it. baby. We're ready yeah. to party. That Let's it. go. That's how we ended up, we ended up like, exchanging details because he was like, we were drunk at, well, hammered at 6 30 in the morning. He was like, Yo, like, whenever I come to London, you gotta sort me out. And then it was like, yeah, brah, of course. And then I wouldn't be able like, to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. Video calling me, and I was like, please <laughs> tell me I did not tell you my address. Um. So on that, <laughs> on the notion of, of of meeting someone on abroad and worrying about if they're ever going to turn up on the doorstep, John and I um have a friend who had gone to a uh city in the US and had had gone with a girl and had told us all the details about this encounter. Um and and she very much said to him, Oh, uh I think I'll be coming to London in the next eighteen months. Um I'll I'll hit you up like blah blah, blah let you know let, let me know what's your number you email your details. And he 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 really tried to like sort of nip it in the bud as soon as as soon as the deed was done, so to speak. Um, and he told us all these all these details. So John and I waited about two or three months after the fact. And one of the details he told us was that she was a big American football fan, and the team she supported were playing in London like three months after this whole thing. So, so we we saw an opportunity. Um, so we <laughs> through the process we set up a fake Gmail address with her name and then uh emailed his work address and it was like i'm in town you know next week or this week uh you know and this whole yeah i found i found he i found his uh found his actual working address because that was that was feasible he would have said where he yeah, worked, yeah yeah uh at the time to her so i found that um got in touch and and i put on the cringiest kind of American way of speaking I could think of. And I was like, oh, hey, man, we're going to be in London. It would be so great to see you guys. Um, look, I'm coming through. Coming through. Can, you, can you remember what he said? But Yeah, coming through, seeing the seeing the Jets or whoever it fucking was. Can you, can you remember what uh, he said in response was? Um, so he, I remember when he came, it was like, I was sat next to it. Uh, well, I was sat uh, next to him the day after and he went he was like 
mate, you have no idea, like, when that email came through and the, the emotion that I had felt when I saw that she may be in town <laughs> and she had found me. Ooh. And, and, and I was just dying, absolutely that dying is inside. Terrifying. Um, and of course, John and I obviously eventually told him it was us, but it was just the fear in his face. That is God. And his voice. Yeah, you, you, I remember you saying at the time, like you watched him and the, and the color just drained from his face when he when he saw that the reply come through because he he tried to I think he tried to palm me slash her off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and say, oh, I'm 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 actually not around that day. Blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, I'm here for the week. <laughs> Don't come you worry about it. <laughs> I'll come through. It'd be so good to see you. And uh, <laughs> nearly said his name. Uh, but yeah, it'd be so good to see you. And uh, yeah, he poor little, poor little fucker. <laughs> Got, him. Got him good. Yeah. Got him good. And that's what that's why we say we have to limit friendships to yeah. holidays. Exactly. And we don't exactly. exchange details. That's well, social John, media malarkey. That was John. You're a bit guilty of it, Chandler. When you sort of tailed off, you were very. Uh, we've just met the best friends of our lives and we're going to be so so together and we've learned so much from each other. And then, what, five months later, nothing. So. You've just alienated half our audience, Wilson, <laughs> because you're going to make them think that our friendship I was real. literally just thinking, I hope to God this, this, my, my best dealer friend isn't still on my Instagram. If I forgot to actually block him and this in, he hears about this. If you're out there, bruh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I trusted you yeah, all along. I just did it for the interview. <laughs> oh, giving away his butt butt secret as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could you, man? He's probably in prison already. Shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who am I kidding? Yeah, he hasn't got access to a cell phone. <laughs> oh god, damn. Uh. Oh well, okay. Um. Cool, man. What a story. Jeez Louise. And, and my, I think my favorite part is how, uh, is the empty pool at the end of him. Like, oh, yeah, I know this yeah. place. Is, it it well, has a really it, nice pool. It was, we were Even when closed. And I was like, there's no one else here. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And it's like, there's no lights. And we're just sat in a cabana. Yeah, that means yeah. you can see the exactly. stars. <laughs> but let's get in the pool. I was like, the dark pool with no one in it. Yeah, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I've actually got pictures of both me and this guy in front of like the eleven sign with the bootcut trousers on, and me and you, him okay, at okay, this pool. You need, you, okay, you need to send us something so we can put it on the ground. We 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 yeah. will absolutely need those for, sure. for our uh, episode Incoming, cover. Yeah, sure. that would be very nice. <laughs> Excellent, cool. Um, so well, I think I think we're um, that, that's brought us very nicely round to wrap Beautiful. time, I believe. Um. Yeah, Max, thank you so much, mate. Thank that was really, guys. really fun. Uh, really, really enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, that, yeah nice um, to meet you. I'm sure we'll meet in person. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when this craziness when all, is over. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds sure. great. Absolutely. Definitely. And I, I, I hope you'd, you'd come on again because I feel like you could, you could, you could tell us Amazing. lots and Sounds lots of great things. to me. Cheers, chaps. It was a pleasure. Cool. Thank all right, you Max, guys. thank you so much. Cheers.